everyone, and welcome to Talking Puppies. I'm Eleanor, and I'm here with my Uncle Ben. Hello. And today we're talking a surprise dog. It is a surprise dog for Eleanor, but not for me, because I am dead set on showing you the most undesirable dog. And there, there were two that I was going between. There was the Chinese Crested, which yep. is one of the top winners of the ugliest dog and the ugliest dog competition each year. But the dog we're going with is the Jolo Itzquintli. That's a fun name. It is a fun name. It took me way too long to learn. And this dog <laughs> is... I've got to be careful because this is the national dog of Mexico. It is so odd looking. It is hairless. And you would think that that would make it hypoallergenic. It does not. It's it has not dander. No, you can still have allergies to this because the skin flakes will come off mixed <laughs> with saliva. And so it just becomes a thing that can still have allergic reactions for people. Uh, they sunburn. So you have to put sunscreen on these dogs. They get pimples. They sweat. And even though they're hairless, they do have tufts of hair on the top of their head and on their toes. And because of that hairless nature, like that, the hairless gene in them, some of them are missing teeth because it's it's made up of similar material, I guess. Do they just have like little buck teeth? <laughs> no, they don't. They, that would be cute. They are just missing some teeth. I don't know. I guess they have some teeth problems. But yeah. these these dogs have big ears that are kind of translucent. So if the sun's behind it, you can see uh, just like, like all, all the veins. veins. Yeah. yeah. They're just really unattractive ugly disgusting dogs are dogs supposed to be attractive it's kind of concerning what do you mean uh like are dogs supposed to be attractive are you trying to use my words as like i'm attracted to this dog yes is that like you're just playing on that like you could say something's attractive without being like that's attractive <laughs> like you know the difference between those things words mean different things right i'm yes. not gonna date a dog <laughs> if that's what you're going for another here's another thing that is undesirable about these dogs. They come in several different colors. They come in a dark color. They mm. come in a uh, silver color. They also come in liver. Liver? Liver color. What's the color of a liver? It's uh, it's like this pinkish hue. How is this dog magical? How is this pimply, sweaty dog that needs sunscreen, needs cocoa butter rubbed on it? Because... It has dry skin because it has flaky skin. It's not hypoallergenic. How is this dog that barks a lot magical? Look well, at it. I'll sh- you can see the picture. Look at this this nasty prehistoric <laughs> looking beast. Well, to start it off, it's not the dog's fault. Honestly, it's humans' fault. We're the ones. Who- Back Nuh-uh. in the day, we breeded these. We things. did not breed these. These have the these have the same DNA <laughs> strands. The same. Uh, I don't know alleles i i took a animal science class i failed it i passed it i got a d i got a d in it worst class i ever did it was amazing alleles uh genomes something else biology these dogs are identical to the prehistoric pre-columbian dog so this was before we bred them we didn't breed this thing (laughs) is that that argument <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I'm telling you, this is not a magical dog. <laughs> I will make it magical. Go for it. All right, to start off, it's not that bad. You're over exaggerating a little bit. I invite anybody listening to figure out how to spell Jolo. Jolo Exquintly. It's spelled with an X. It is spelled with an X. How many words are spelled with an X? 
um, xylophone, x-ray. That's it. Those are the <laughs> only two words. And, and Jolo Xpeenly. <laughs> so why is this dog magical? It kind of looks like looks like a punk kid because it has the it has the mohawk. It does look like a a punk kid? Somebody that would go to CBGBs. <laughs> What's that? It's a, it's a club that punk music kind of started at. I never. I, it's before my time too. This dog listens to the Ramones. So if you're just listening and can't look the dog up, he for sure listens to the Ramones and the Sex Pistols. And I feel like with enough care, these dogs could look very beautiful. Like this picture that we're looking at right now doesn't look bad. I don't know if we're looking at the same thing. It's the skinny, the skinny faced rat looking thing with giant ears. A lot of, pe- the- a lot of people like rats, <laughs> including me. Do you? Yeah, they're cute. All right. <laughs> That's why. Okay. So, so we have these different standards. Yeah. I, I think you're right. In that I am being pretty hard on these dogs. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not good looking. They're a lot of work. This would not be the top dog on my list. To be able to look at this dog and see, like, to look at this dog and see all of these scars and these marks on it because its skin is just right there. It it looks like human skin on a dog. And it's just so unappealing. (laughs) unattractive Uh, it's unattractive i would never take this dog out to dinner (laughs) would you take other dogs out to dinner? i would take other dogs out to dinner i would take a boxer out to dinner should i call the police you can't get arrested for taking a dog out to dinner here's what i do appreciate about these dogs these dogs are one of the oldest known dog breeds and like i was saying their biology their genes are identical to those that are pre-Columbian. This is like, yeah. uh, what is it, 1490s, when these dogs were first starting to be identified in writing and in paintings. They were connected to the Aztecs oh, yeah, in I Central America. Them. The Aztecs? Yeah. So these dogs are connected, and they actually have the name Jolo Exquintly, and it's broken up. So it's Jolot. Jolot. And that is the Aztec god of death and lightning. And yeah, we learned about that one. Itzquitli is dog. It's the Aztec word for dog. So dog. it is related to that god and yeah. to dogs. They were seen as kind of this royalty, this thing that would uh, help people into death. I can see how this dog is connected to royalty. Because of its stance? Yes. <laughs> how can you see this dog connected <laughs> to royalty? Like, I don't necessarily see the it. The majestic... No, what's the word? Like Majestic? These majestic dogs... Look like royals. I don't see that <laughs> that majestic style to them. But I do appreciate that history. And I do appreciate the fact that these are very loyal dogs. When I was doing the research for them, one of the things that kept popping up was the loyalty that they had. When you have one of these puppies, you're supposed to introduce it to your family right away. Yeah. Because then they become attached. And they become attached to one member of the family of the family specifically. Yeah. People believe that they have um, magical powers, like legitimately, like they can heal people. They ward off evil spirits. And if they sleep up next to you, their warm body heat can help heal wounds. They they talk about it as like a water bottle. Yeah. Uh, I, it's pretty interesting. I told you they sweat, right? We sweat too. 
Yeah, but I'm not talking if all humans are magical. Which, the thing is, <laughs> all humans are magical. Exactly. But dogs aren't humans. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> would you date one? Yes. Would you, would you date one? Oh, yes. call the Call the police. <laughs> dogs are not humans. They are not imprinted in the same way. They These are, like, it's great. Dogs are great. But there are dogs that are better than others. I have softened a little bit after doing the research on this. You always do. And and the reason is because of people's reaction to them. The way that people look at their dog. And think they're cute. Not even cute, but they see what this dog has to offer. They see that loyalty. They see that protection. They even see it where it's this dog and his ability to cuddle with me and make me feel warmer and help like with anxiety help with that feeling of connectedness i'm getting less anxious looking at those dogs <laughs> i'm getting more anxious looking at the dog <laughs> honestly look at that doesn't that just doesn't that just help you make uh, feel Eleanor's less anxious pointing at like the most angry looking <laughs> jolo exquintly possible this thing looks like if you would see this and uh, the thing is like these dogs are still wild to an extent like they there are some that are domesticated and some that aren't so they do have just bands of these dogs that kind of walk around the streets in certain areas they're gangsters not quite gangsters <laughs> but but they're still wild dogs and yeah. they're they're hard to potty train because of that because they still have that that wild nature to them that un, non yeah undomesticated nature to them so i don't know what to do with this you don't hate it i don't hate it I'm not convinced that all dogs are magical. I am. Well, you started there. <laughs> My yeah. job is to show you that some dogs are better. Like this, would you own this dog? Yes. Come on. Like yeah. legitimately, you would walk around with this? Yes. And you wouldn't get tired of it? As I would like, walk it with pride. I would walk this dog down the street. Would you pop its pimples? Yes. Yes. You would pop this dog's pimples? Yes. Can you picture a pimple right now? Ew! Oh, oh! It's gross when no, you have to picture. No human pimples. Yeah, it's the same thing. That's the thing is their skin has is the same consistency. That's why it needs sunscreen. They like, can't I don't control want, it. I don't want that kind of. Yeah, they can't control. You can't it. control your acne, so they can't control theirs. I can because I can use proactive solutions. So this what? episode brought to you by Proactive <laughs> Solutions. When did we get started getting sponsors? We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not getting proactive. That's for sure. <laughs> I would not own this dog. I would. I would not feel comfortable <laughs> petting this dog. Like, there's, like, just, would you own a hairless cat? No, it's the same thing. The hairless cat. Like, I don't like cats. That why? Because they're jerks. <laughs> but that's the fun of it. We'll talk about this one we're, later. Yeah, we're not doing talking kittens. Talking kittens. Because that's a, a much harder road to hoe. Is that how you say that? That's a phrase that I'm not going to use. <laughs> Don't use that. These dogs are not magical, but they're yes, better they than I thought. They are magical. The view that people have of them softens me to an extent. Yes. Some dogs are less appealing than others looking. I'll, hey. I'll admit oh, that. Oh, yeah. High five. But the thing is. No. All right. <laughs> but the thing is, I still view them all equally because... By just what little I know of these dogs, they seem like great dogs. They are. They, because that's what matters in life. Don't judge a book by its cover. We all learned that as kids, right? Yeah. We are taught to view things equally. 
and give things a chance first. So before you look at this dog and go, ew, it's gross, take a moment, read about it. You don't even have to look at the dog. Just read about it. I'm looking at this and all of the dogs through the narrow lens of a dog that I would want. So that comes in with a lot of bias and that comes in with a lot of opinion. And that does judge the book by its cover because I look at this dog and I'm like, I'm not going to be walking this dog down the street. I'm not going to put lotion on my dog. I'm not going to put sunscreen on my dog or dry it off because it's sweating. I have a very specific ideal of what that dog is. But then again, all dogs have gross things they do. Correct. Like Newfoundlands slobber everywhere. Yes, they do. They have hair that gets everywhere. And dogs like our pug, she barks yeah. a lot. The, they're that protective side of them. It makes them bark. Mm-hmm. The The fact that they have the the stubbed noses and the health, uh, what do you call that? Defects. The health defects that they have. For sure. Like all these dogs have some sort of negative side to them. They yeah. all have positive sides too. And I guess it's what am I willing to deal with? What am I willing to put up with? And it really is up to personal preference, but to be able to have that open mind to realize that they all have good and bad things. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, there's no perfect dog, like there's no perfect person. I don't know. I mean, yes, yes, that statement is correct. Yeah. Is there a perfect dog for you? No. Is there a perfect dog for me? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> correct answer <laughs> there shouldn't be but there is <laughs> but i appreciate you saying that there is i i think for me doing research on these different animals on these different dogs it has shown me the history that i really love to get into and these moments of these dogs being like the the jolo is connected to the chinese crested which is also a hairless dog and they both have uh, traces back to Africa and then from there go to two different continents. And that's really cool to me to see this dog that has, that is the national dog of Mexico and that pride, that national pride that they have for this dog. Those things really appeal to me where this dog becomes higher up on my list because of that history. Yeah. It's getting more crowded at the top because of that history from these different animals. <laughs> Welcome to my point of view. They're all just one. <laughs> They're all just one. It's just a long line. So here's, it, well, we'll kind of wrap up with these things. There are some Sholos that are in pop culture. Uh, one, the movie Coco. Yep. I'm There's the a Sholo in that. Dante. And we can all agree that that dog is pretty cute. I never saw it, but also it's an animated dog. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, fine. animated animals are hard to make ugly. Uh, Ren and Stimpy, if you watch that, those can get pretty ugly. <laughs> Frida Kahlo, Diego Rivera, they were a married couple, also famous painters from mm-hmm. Mexico. They had Jolos as well. Uh, finally, Club Tijuana, the soccer team, their mascot is a Sholo. Dogs are more magical than I give them credit for. Yep. Oddly enough, this dog is not ranked last by the AKC. They were originally put into the AKC in the 1940s. They were then dropped from the AKC in 1959. And then uh, 1986, they like started to be reintroduced into different categories. And I think they're like fully back integrated into different categories in 2010. So rocky history. 
yep. of acceptance. And I'll hold on to that for myself. It's a rocky history of acceptance for me, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, today's poem, it's a haiku, and it's Marlene E. Kashara. And it is Jolo Exquintly. Jolo Exquintly, Mexico's national dog. Sorry, Chihuahuas. Is that it? That's it. It's a haiku. It's short and sweet. And I love it because it just lays it right out there. Everybody's like, Mexico's dog is the Chihuahua. It's actually something far stronger with a, a deeper, richer history. All right. Next up on Talking Puppies is Border Collies. All right. I got nothing. I don't know. Lassie, right? We'll see you later. Bye. Oh, you didn't even see this one. Look at this ugly looking thing. <laughs>